What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 74 of the Get Get Podcast. Bring you the hot takes, play stories, and spicy pictures on New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, National, and International Sports. Hosted by yours truly, Andrew Sani, George Sarrell, my Megan Cunningham, Alex Reach, Marcellus Murdoch, Sam Morrell, and our special guest, Nicholas Fair. You can listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, sure to follow us on Twitter at GetAGRP. With all that said, it's time to get your game on. Guys, I have one question to ask you all. How was everyone's Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, it was amazing. The halftime show was really good. Five grand, so everything is good right now. Mine was great too. I mean, I, I like said before, I spent the time with relatives, spent the time with family. So we had oh, White yeah. Castle. So it was all good. Mine was just, really good. I mean, I'm a Rams fan. So, I mean, as you can Oh, imagine, yeah, that's right. But, oh, yeah, let's, not, let's not waste any more time here. We got a very special uh, no, guest. No, shut up. Hold on. You got to let your guest talk. Um, yeah. so our second ever repeat <laughs> guest on uh, our second ever repeat guest like on the show was he was on our was our second ever episode when we first did this podcast all the way back in March our last third, year. Our third. Well, well that, that was episode zero. Now, not counting episode zero, this guy was on on like um uh, this guy was on one of our very first ever episodes, and we're so happy to have him back on to discuss his Los Angeles fans Nicholas winning the Super Bowl. Nicholas Bear. Nicholas, welcome back, bud. How you doing? Thank you for having me back. I'm doing very well. As you mentioned, I'm a Rams fan, so I'm thrilled with last night. I personally was, though, not a big fan of the halftime show. Uh, not that I care to watch halftime because my team was in it. Um, I'm really, really happy to have won and shut up all the Joe Burrow fans because I really hate them. I think they're just horrible people. Um, that overhyped yeah, the dude for no reason. Yeah, what you Joe Burrow? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, you, now you're just talking out your ass. Right? We're not going to talk down on Joe Shice's name. No, I, I, do not like, I don't like Joe Burrow. I don't like his fans. Why? Come on our show and disrespect the guy we like. You can't, you can't disrespect you Joe can't Burrow. You can't be doing like that. that, Nick. You can't, I, I can't mean, if that. you don't like Joe Burrow, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but I'd like to know why. Yeah. Why I'm don't you like Joe Shiesty, man? I've actually, listen, I've actually completely trashed him on my Instagram page already. So, um, no, I don't like him because I, I really, honestly, he got popular even though he hasn't won a championship yet. Okay, so we can shut up about that. What do you, 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 you talk about? Look at what he did with LSU. And now LSU. LSU is not the NFL. Okay. People got all over him just because he had a great second half of the season. Let's be honest. He okay. Let me ask you a question. You guys had OBJ. He didn't do. Sh- so you guys can't say. OBJ did do that much because he got hurt, hurt for no apparent reason. Just he for making his head. I don't believe that. He got hurt. OBJ. He didn't get hurt. That's a fake bullshit injury. Wait, what? You've been hurt his whole career. That's it. That's you it. Hurt? I'm done. I'm done. You've been, I'm done. You've been, you've been, you've been hurt. hurt. You get hurt? <laughs> if you, you drop a pass and get hurt, like, come on. Hurt his whole career. He got hurt right before he got the, the, got he the pass. He always gets hurt. He's playability. First of all, 
Matt he's Stafford. Not a liability. No, he's a liability. He's a liability. I don't agree with that. No, wait, you just wait. Matt, wait, do you say Matthew Stafford's a liability? I said Michael. Oh, no, you said Odell. You said Odell was a liability. Clean oh, your damn Odell. ears. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you keep like, if, stop leaving the damn room, that's so bad. Can... That's even worse. First of all, Matt Stafford is a great quarterback. I had nothing but respect for Matt Stafford. I hate Matt Stafford. That's a receipt right there, Nick. That's called a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. So hate, we're not even Stafford. like five minutes in. We already have Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford slander. Oh my God. I hate Matthew Stafford. What's the next song? We're going to slander Cooper Cup now? Nah, no, nah. Cooper Cup is one of, he's the greatest receiver right now in the league. He's he's a GOAT. But and I'll get under the Rams credit. They have the best defense in the league. They make, okay, they make. I don't out- think they have. I, I don't think they have the best defense in the league. I think they have the best pass rush in the league. All right. Ooh. You have like yeah, because Ramsey got cooked. Yeah, Ramsey for... did not have a good game. He Ramsey had a good season, got not cooked. A good game. No, Donald Donaldson had a great game. Donaldson is going to retire. That's the first time on. the game. I think the Rams' pass rush won the game for them. I think the Rams' defense won the game for them because. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I, this is no disrespect to Matthew Stafford, who he had he had like a sol- he had a solid game. In my opinion, Joe Burrow outplayed him. In my opinion, Joe Burrow outplayed. Out- no, 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 no. I don't no. think so. I'm not so no. sure about that. No, he, it's, it's he, like Matthew he, Stafford. He, 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 he threw a couple of key interceptions. He threw a couple. Of, he threw a couple. The of only key reason picks. why. LA, LA won because their defense kept them in the game. Exactly. Donaldson was playing like How many times did um, I mean, Joe Burrow get sacked? Both teams played well. Like nine, ten both times. Teams well. First half, no, the game was nine times. We all can say times. the game was playing like crap. He got sacked like nine time. times. It was exactly, exactly. Like <laughs> Joe Burrow just had, had no Joe Burrow's credit. Burrow's I, give, I, give not, I give Joe Burrow a lot of credit. I give Joe Burrow a lot of credit. It looked like he was. It looked like he was injured at one, at one point. Remember that yeah. one time where it looked like he he yeah. hurt his knee, but he managed he managed to shake off and and get back out out there and really it really gave his team yo. That wasn't that wasn't Joe. That wasn't on Joe Burrow. That loss wasn't on him. I mean, obviously, we're not gonna act like the Rams front seven is We're not gonna act like the Rams' defensive front seven isn't like that. You know what I mean? Like it was a tough matchup for the Bengals either way. First of all, if you want, if you want to blame anyone tonight, you have to give blame to the offensive offensive line. Yes, they are facing the Rams front four, which is obviously monstrous, but. You got to put up a better fight than that. I mean, it's just super I mean, well. but... They were winning. The Bengals but, were but winning. Aaron Donald is a beast, Adam. Aaron Donald I, 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 I understand that the, Aaron Donald is a beast. Aaron Donald I, I is that, the best but player in the league. The best, on that last the play, like, on that, last play, like, on that fourth league. and one, on that fourth and one, did you see it? Like, I, did you see it? Jamar Chase, who, by the way, had that amazing, amazing catch. They should have got Jamar Chase more Yeah, that amazing catch. Like, he burned yeah. Jalen Ramsey on that play. He yeah. burned Jalen Ramsey, but by the time he like burned him, like Aaron Donald was already like um at uh, was already like um half like was already like at Joe Burrow. If uh, if the if the if the Bengals offensive line gave him just like a half more second there, you could argue that uh the the you could 
Joe Burrow, like, like you have a wide open um Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow could just throw a dime to him, and 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 the Bengals likely like score, likely at the very least get the field goal range, and at best score a touchdown and win the game. Um, so that okay. play, like that play, that play is like a bunch of up plays. That's why, like, if you're gonna give like anyone on the Bengals blame, I feel like you have to give at least a little bit of blame to their offensive line. Like they got. Oh, I understand good. that facing the <laughs> down, they're facing the Rams defense, which is monstrous, and give them all in the world. But they have to, they have to, they had to have put up a better fight than that. I'm sorry. Okay, good. Sorry, Sam. I'm anyway, sorry, so, Sam. You had hand raised. Um. No. No. Yeah. So I. I just. Um, okay. I just have a question for y'all because I, I I was watching the game last night. And you're saying that the Bengals would have won if they would have got that pass. Wouldn't you can can't you also say the Bengals would have lost because they would have had no momentum if it wasn't for the illegal like helmet throw that guy did where like he literally grabbed the guy's helmet and threw him to the ground for that one touchdown? Oh yeah. That, that was the rest called. are all over the place after this game. Because that, that was the only one. Yeah, there were a bunch of questionable calls on both sides. Like I forget, remember? Um, yeah, but like, remember when the when the, uh, the 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 two minute warning in the fourth quarter when there were flags galore. Um, there was flags galore for the Rams. Like they were just getting, like the Rams were getting all the penalties going their way, basically. Hold up! I got a question. Go ahead, Michael. Let me ask a question for all you guys. Do you guys think if I believe it also LSU LS oh man, my fault, Los Angeles won because it was a, a home it was home field advantage too. You're playing in your home stadium. That kinda, you know, made it, you know, a little oh, more no. that low no, really because you have I get what you're like, saying, Michael, but you also have to take into account that, you're at your home that, that there were a lot of Bengals fans like there too. There were you look on TV, there were also, there were some Bengals fans there too. Brother, but you play in your home Mike, stadium, you're, you're not trying to lose. Let's be realistic. Mike, That's like basically Mike, here's the thing. Mike, going into the game though, you have to remember the I think this was the stat going into the game. Teams that played in the Super Bowl, I think it was like 10 or like 12 teams that played in the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Out of those 10 or 12 teams, I'm pretty sure, only two of them won at home. And this is- the reason why for that is because, like, what's it called? Um, Since you're at home and since you know that you're trying to defend your home stadium, basically... You're tr- you have that much more pressure to defend your home stadium and your home crowd. While the Bengals are coming in and they're just like, okay, this is basically just like an away game. There's less pressure on us now. Obviously, it's a Super Bowl. There's going to be a lot of pressure. Like, it's, it's a Super Bowl. But I just feel like there's going to be less pressure for the away team because they're like, oh, well, either way, we have the crowd against us. And now that you know, this is basically an away game, but our home crowd's also going to be there. That's a double plus for them. While the Rams are like, okay, 
a home crowd's there. This is our home stadium. We have to protect our fort. That puts more pressure on them. So wouldn't that mean that the Rams have more pressure and a bigger disadvantage with that pressure? Plus, also, let, let's all be real real quick. If OBJ doesn't get injured, the momentum stays with the Rams, and the Rams beat the Bengals like pretty a lot easier than they did before OBJ went down. Like we can all agree on that, correct? Yes. Yeah. Like o- OBJ made that much of a difference. And the fact that he went down and that Matthew Stafford got Coop the ball and Coop did what he did. It's just like that makes That's the, the one part where I kind of disagree. Well, he definitely, I think it. he definitely deserved that out of everybody. Because even OBJ though even though OBJ was a bad that. loss, the Rams still had Cooper Cup. Like Cooper Cup, oh. like he he was a Super Bowl MVP for a reason. For a reason, so I I I hear what you're saying. Losing OBJ, I'm not gonna say it didn't have a, it, it didn't make a difference, but I don't think it it may have as big of a difference like as you're claiming. No, I think it made a big difference just because. If if you were if you were watching the game, as soon as OBJ went down, the momentum you just felt it. It just shifted towards the Bengals. Wait, did, did did wait did the did the injury happen before or after the Bengals scored their first touchdown? It was before. seven to three. It was seven to three when uh, he got hurt. Yeah, it was seven to three, and there was all the momentum for the Rams. They were doing well, and then OBJ got hurt. And then all of a sudden, the Rams made so many careless mistakes in a row that it really looked like the Rams just were going to lose that game so easily. And I'm just like, that like that momentum shift, losing OBJ the way they did, that was just such a hard hit for them that it's like after, they had to basically try to bounce back after halftime. Which they did. They bounced back after halftime, but during the second quarter, like you just saw how the guys looked. You just saw like everything that happened. They were just it was just like once he went down, the Bengals just took full advantage of the mood swing, like the motivation, the low energy from the Rams. And just they could have ran away with it if you know the Rams didn't pick it up the way they did. The Rams defense, I mean, because the offense, like the offense, wasn't doing anything basically that entire quarter. Like after that, Coop and Matthew Stafford just had that much more pressure on them. So the fact that they pulled it out the way they did, that just makes us more impressive, in my opinion. All right, anyone going to comment? Anything? Hey, Nicholas, you want to chime in here? Yeah, I'll chime in here. I mean, I do agree. I think if OBJ's healthy, the dude was going off for over 150 yards and at least two to three TDs. Um, there's no question about that because Eli Apple can't guard anyone. Eli Apple can guard any of us, <laughs> to be honest with you, um, if, if I'm going to be completely honest. So um, OBJ was going to have a huge game for sure, and the Rams would have won that game at least by three possessions. Um, and they would have made the Bengals look inferior, inferior 
they would have made the Bengals look like a team that didn't even deserve to make the playoffs, which I think they deserve to make the playoffs. I'm just saying, if it had been on blown out, it would have looked a lot worse. Um, and I also think not having Tyler Higby really hurt the Rams, too, because Tyler Higby is a great safety net option for Matthew Stafford. On short hats is about five yards, so that really hurt us as well. So, I mean, we were down bad at the end. I think if there was one more quarter of the game left, the Rams would have lost all their tight ends and would have lost at least one more receiver of theirs. I think we're lucky that the game didn't have a fifth quarter. All right, let me ask you a question, Nick, my boy. You know, me yeah. and you were tight. Everybody knows that. Me and you and Alex are on our basketball league, but that's a different story. We're about the Rams. You think they're going to repeat? If they get everybody still – if they get every player to not retire, like Darnold – that's Donald. a big so you're, if, you're, so you're asking me if they bring if they bring back everybody. That's the first thing. That's that a big asking? if. First of all, the Rams could do it. I think they can do it, but I'm gonna say no just because it is so damn hard to even win one championship. Like just watching the season that the Rams went through, we half of our games this season we didn't even play that good. Like the the Rams had to find ways to win. And, of course, I think everyone knows Matthew Stafford is, like, the original comeback kid. He's very clutch in the fourth quarter, no matter what type of situation it is. But I'm personally going to have to say no here. I think they're going to have a great regular season again. I'm going to say no for the postseason just because it is just so damn hard to repeat in football with all the hits that you're taking every year, how quickly guys age and all that. I mean, things can turn around so fast that I just don't see this team being – what they were this year, even if they have all the same players next year. Well, here's a question. Yeah. Ask What's the Rams' I... cap situation? We're in a bad cap situation right now. We have like the fifth worst cap situation, but knowing less need, he's going to work his magic and find a way to get us some money. Um, and uh, Andrew Whitworth is going to retire as well. So that, that frees up a little more money. No, yeah, I, 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 I I agree with what you're saying, and it's because I get it. I'm I'm actually surprised. I'm a Ravens fan, so I know what you mean. Because if you remember in the beginning of the season, the Ravens were killing it. We were like seven and two, seven and three. I think you guys and were then, eight and three, right? Yeah, we were eight and three, and all of a sudden, eight and three went to eight and eight real quick. We went from making the playoffs and literally being a title contender to make the Super Bowl and actually favorites to make the Super Bowl to just one of the most disappointing teams in the league. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's going to, I feel like the Rams could repeat. They would have to have like the perfect season for them. That's the thing. I, I think. To win one, you don't have to have a perfect season, but you have to have a lot of luck go on your side. But to win back to back, you have to have everything. The Super Bowl, I, in my Everyone opinion, the Super Bowl is healthy. easy. The hardest championship to win in sports. Um, no doubt, no, because it's like March Madness. This, this is literally how it is. You know how hard it is for college to win March Madness. It's the same thing. Because like, in we, all other sports, in all other sports, like like in the in the playoffs, like in in. A, in baseball, if you lose like one game in a playoffs, like you're not necessarily eliminated unless it's the wild card game. Same thing with basketball and um, hockey. In, in football, if you lose one game, you're done. You lose one game, you're done. 
Yeah, so much can happen in one game that one thing doesn't go away. It could ultimately decide the game. Yeah, because let's think about it like this. There's a reason why I like I love bringing up this as the easiest, hardest thing because I always love comparing it to March Madness, which is basketball. And here's why. In a regular NBA playoffs, you can have a bad game in the playoffs because the next game you could go off for 40. We saw it with Chris Middleton. He was terrible one game getting eight or 10 points. And then next game, we get 40. Next game, we get 50. In March Madness for basketball, you can't have a bad game. If you're off for that one game, you better hope that your teammates can pick you up. It's the same thing in football. In like the playoffs for football, you can't have a bad game. And if you do, you better hope your team picks you up. Because if you have that bad game, the team can pick you up. That's it. Your playoff hopes are just done right then and there. Like it can just take one bad game in the playoffs and you're done. That's why it's the hardest one. Cause it doesn't matter if you're the first seed the fourth. like, it doesn't matter what seed you are. You can be entering the playoffs as the lowest seed possible. You could still win the Super Bowl if, if the four teams ahead of you that you verse or the three teams ahead of you that you verse. I, I forget that sometimes. Sorry. Either way, the teams that you verse ahead of you all have off games and you're just on fire the entire time, you could win the Super Bowl easily. I mean, the Bengals, we just saw they almost did it. One of the hottest teams entering this playoffs. Like, we all thought, like, oh, like I thought, okay, they're going to win their first round, but then their second round, they're going to lose. They ended up proving me wrong, and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl and almost won the entire damn thing. Granted, off of some calls and some luck, but that's every team at this point. That's what makes it so much more harder. That's the thing. That's the thing. You, when you when you say things like "oh, X team mm-hmm. like um got lucky to win this game" or "this game got lucky this game," there's luck in like there's luck in every like single game. Like in every single Super Bowl champion, I feel like to win a Super Bowl championship, like not as I tell you, you got to at least have some luck go your way. Yeah, because like here's the thing you never hear like in Super Bowl playoffs, like, oh, the only reason why you won is because this player got injured in this game, so they weren't available. Like, you rarely ever hear that in the NFL because. It's like if a player got injured, all right, they either got injured during the regular season or they got injured during that game. They didn't get injured before the game. And if they did, that's on you. In the NBA, the way teams get lucky is, oh, you know, this player got injured, so he couldn't be there for the series. It's like, there's so, and that's what's great about sports, in my opinion. There's so many different narratives. Like, and like the way the Super Bowl is won, you need not just skill, but you need luck. In the NBA playoffs, yes, you need luck, but you need a lot more skill. Same with baseball. The NFLs, and that's why the Super Bowl is also like 
in in my opinion. Like I love the NBA. I love the NBA Finals. The Super Bowl is the best championship game, and just all of sports in my opinion just for the sheer fact that it's literally like the pro version of March Madness you don't know who's going to win you don't know what's going to happen and really like the teams that make it there they're hell they're really skilled but they're also extremely lucky just to be there plus you have to remember all these other sports, they play like 82 games, like plus 100 games. The NFL only plays, like each team only plays 16 weeks. There's 16 weeks in an NFL season. If this is not like, this is not one of those sports that like lasts for like nine months. The season lasts for like what? Four months? Five. I mean, that puts way less wear and tear on the guys, but also it just makes it that much more tougher to make the playoffs. In any other sport, you can lose a game or two and you will be like fine. In the NFL, you losing a game or two could be the difference between you making the playoffs and you not making the playoffs. And that's what makes it just that much more difficult to even be there. So, yeah. Anything Sam, I completely 100% agree. Also, while we're talking, talking to Rams Super Bowl Championship, can we give a shout out to Matthew Stafford? Finally getting like that Super Bowl championship. Yeah. Here's what I got to yeah. say about that. I've been a fan of Staff. I'm not a fan of Stafford, but I'm, there's a joke that I saw. Eminem, Matt Stafford. That's the only time you see Detroit Lions ever make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it just, so, but it does show like, um, like how like the Lions like were like ho- or, or like wasting like Matthew Stafford for so many years. We've like, been he finally gets on a good team with talent around them, and look what he does with the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, what's it called? We all knew Matthew Safford was that guy. It's just that the Detroit Lions are so bad. Like, like, let's put it like this. The Detroit Lions, the best way to put them is like, I'm, I'm, sorry, to, I'm sorry to do this to you, Mike and Marcellus, but it's, it's just the truth. The Detroit Lions, or actually no, I was going to say the Shut Detroit up. Lions are like the New York Knicks of football, but that's the Dallas Cowboys mostly, actually. Oh! oh. So I, I need to throw that shot. The Detroit Lions are like... The Detroit Lions are like... What's he, it called? Adam, he, he, he crossing the line. He, he, he walked. He, he, he playing with fire. I'm about to say the Detroit Lions are more like the New the New Orleans Pelicans. They suck so bad. I forgot they were in the league. You know what I'm saying, Adam? Here's the thing: the New the New Orleans Pelicans actually have a future and actually have a pretty good management. Detroit Lions, they they just suck. They have no future. 
They, they have no future, man. You know, Zion said he wants out. Come on, Zion got mad back. He wants out of New Orleans. Let's be free. I'm not sure he wants to go to New York anymore, though. He, he wants to go to New York. He got, he, he got Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett. We're going we gonna to bring back Duke University basketball again. We're going to bring it back. And listen, James Harden went Russell Westbrook. Look how that turned out. First of all, Harden is just a piece of shit, but we ain't going to talk about that on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll rant about James Harden later. But Matthew Stafford this postseason, I mean, he was Stafford was amazing. Nine touchdowns, like just three interceptions. Yes, two of them were in the Super Bowl. 108.3 pass range. Check out this stat, guys. He threw 100. He threw, he threw 1188 yards, yards passing. 1188 yards passing. That's the second most pass yards in a single postseason in NFL history. Let me guess. He's behind Tom Brady. Yo, you want to guess who holds the record for most pass yards in a single postseason? It's either Tom Brady or who's the other quarterback? Um, it's like Glenn. Now that's the running back. Um, I'm gonna go with Eli Manning. Yes, that's right, Nick. Eli Manning, Manning back in 2011. Yeah, it's oh, right. I, Hell I, think, no. I think I think you were what's it called? You saw the commercial, right? Where it's like Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, we're at like the table, and My the guy dude's was like still on top. And he, no, and it was really funny. The guy was like, "Oh, can um." One of these legendary quarterbacks passed me the gravy. Peyton Manning was about to pass him, and he's like, Peyton, I said, legendary quarterbacks. Then Eli passes, and he's like, thank you, Eli. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> First of up. all, That's Peyton Manning level. is better than Eli Manning, but we're going to go with it. Eli and I still won two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs and beat Tom Brady twice. We're not going to talk about that. Adam. <laughs> You know my hatred for Eli Manning is for real. <laughs> Mike, quick question. Your Dallas Cowboys, what happened to them? Oh, they choked, talking? as usual. Okay, Adam, at least my team made it to the playoffs. You can't say shit. This for playoff talk, okay? You can't talk. The da- has the Dallas Cowboys won, you know, have been to uh, at least, you know, at the least Super Bowl in the last decade? Super Bowls during my lifetime. Actually, the Cowboys won in the 90s. Well, well, I, was, I, I can't say because technically the Cowboys won the Super Bowl during Michael's lifetime, too. Technically. I could say that. And two, Adam, first of all, you were you were a Giants fan. You didn't even, you, you weren't even a big football fan like that. You were into Kingdom Hearts, so you can't say shit when, when you Giants won the Super Bowl. Oh, I yeah, was listen. so oh what the why did I was I in high school every time that because I was wearing my Eli managers during that Super Bowl. Because our teacher called you Manning, the fuck? And why listen. did he call me Manning? Because you you that doesn't mean first of all, you could be a big into fashion with jerseys. Back in the day, jerseys Oh were bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> jerseys were, were big and popping back in the day. Listen, oh, bullshit. Mike, 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 listen, first of all. Kingdom Hearts, one of the best games ever created. We're not going to talk about that. Second of all, literally, Eli Manning. The, the best bef- video game ever made is freaking Grand Theft Auto, but that's for, that's debatable with Kingdom Hearts. 
Grand Theft Auto. I enjoy Grand Theft Auto. Quick question. Quick question. Quick question. How did we get to this when we were talking about how Matthew Stafford (laughs) is amazing? We were talking about how Matthew Stafford is amazing and how Ian I still holds the record for most pass yards in a single postseason of all time. (laughs) And then we went to Kingdom Hearts and then <laughs> to our viewers going all over our the place. So that's why I love about show, this podcast. To all of our viewers that get your game on P, we switch everything up in this show. We go from here to here. This this show isn't planned. That's why we love this show. <laughs> well, I mean, what's it called? Um inside the NBA with like Chuck, Shaq, Ernie, and Kenny, they do this all the time. Like they talk about basketball, guess, and guess, all of a sudden they talk about like something else. It's real funny. First of all, this is this is inside the NBA. We're inside the NBA. Adam, you're EJ. Sam, you're you're Kenny Smith. No, I'm Chuck. I'm Chuck. I'm Chuck. You're Shaq. Who's Shaq? That's what I'm that saying. That means Mike I can Shaq. kick Sam's ass. I can kick Sam's ass. Okay. Mike is uh, and I'm Alex Shaq. is Kenny. And Alex is Kenny. Marcellus yeah, is D Wade. Marcellus is D Wade. Who's Chris? Chris is Draymond. Draymond Green. He's so active playing. Because <laughs> Draymond, Draymond is in the. T- but was, uh, does anyone else have any final thoughts on, on the Super Bowl? I won $5,000, so that's pretty nice. Oh, that's that's nice. Um, the only the final thought is that Matthew Stafford played out of his mind, and congratulations to him for this entire postseason. Yeah, and Donaldson don't retire yet. He's, Donaldson he's don't retire. Yeah, yet. let's talk about that. Do you guys really think Aaron Donald's going to retire? No, I I think he's retiring. I don't think he's retiring just for the sheer fact that he played amazing this playoffs to the point or uh, the Super Bowl to the point where people were like Donaldson low-key could have won MVP. In my opinion, he should have won MVP. No disrespect to Cooper Cup, but I'm not saying Donald was the MVP. Aaron Donald's my MVP. I was surprised it was Cooper Cup, but as for Aaron Donald... I think he is definitely going to seriously consider it, but I think the competitiveness in him is going to bring him back for a couple more years. I just don't think inside, deep down inside, he is such a competitive person, and I think we all see it on the field every week, uh, that he's just not going to want to walk away yet. But he has nothing left to prove. I mean, he's done it all to this point. In just eight years, he's lost. Yeah, he submitted himself as one of the greatest players. He has the only MVP award. That's the only thing that's missing. He needs an MVP award. I, he may be defensive player of the years. You could still be an MVP as a defensive player of the year. I know you can, but in a, it's, in it's basically game, it, it, in, in today's a, NFL. In today's NFL, it's like it's like next it's nearly impossible. In today's NFL, it's nearly impossible. Back in the back in the whatever the eighties when the Cowboys were actually good in the playoffs. Um, that hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold up now, oh, hold up, yeah. hold up. We still got more Super Bowls than you do, but that's that's not the point. Thank you. Continue. The Rams have more Super Bowls in this century than the Cowboys do, Michael. Just FYI. What? The Rams have more Super Bowls this century than the Cowboys do. Just FYI. Listen, Adam. Listen, Adam. You said so you do, play um, 
So do uh, Mike Sam's Ravens. My, hey, so do my Giants. So does Alex's Eagles. So does uh, Chris's Chiefs. As he just said, Nicholas's Rams. Do I want you have bragging rights over as Marcellus? Hey, hey, Adam. That's not really bragging rights. You stick, in, you stick in the playground. Listen for the adults, okay? You stick in the playground. <sighs> No, but in, in all seriousness, okay, you know what? Player, just for that, Michael, just can't win MVP nowadays. <laughs> it's, it's it's ridiculously hard to win MVP as a defensive player. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, no, it is. I I honestly don't think we're gonna see another player win defensive MVP for a long time. <laughs> Adam, totally worth it. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like here's the thing. The only reason why I think Donaldson isn't going to retire like he may consider it the only reason why i don't think he isn't like yeah 100 he's competitive i agree with you there but if this was one of those championship games where it's like he obviously did amazing but like he didn't like like you saw like okay maybe he's like a little out of it or maybe he's not as like good yeah i would retire right now just so that you get the hall of fame career you don't like ruin your reputation or career as we've seen with people like Antonio Brown, who decided to come back and make them seem like a crazy head. Um, Antonio Brown's a retard. Exactly. He's basically limited his career by coming back. But here's the thing with Donaldson. The fact that he almost won MVP for the Super Bowl, and people were saying he should have won it, that to me is going to show him like, yeah, I still got two or three, four or five amazing years left. Like, that's going to show him, like, yeah, I can still perform at a high level, if not a higher level, for another three to four seasons. So I think he should do it. Plus, like you said, this is only his eighth year. Tom Brady, old as hell, played like 22, 20, or what was it? it was, he played at least like 20 plus years. Like, the man finished when he was, like, what, 45, 46 years old? He almost played into his 50s, Tom Brady. Donaldson's how old? He's 30 right now. Exactly. Donaldson's 30 When is he turned 31? Um, I don't really – I honestly don't know. I don't keep track I can of look up. I can look up right now. But, Nicholas, uh, Nicholas um, what do you think – wait, I, I, I think, like, here's the thing, like, that's the thing. I personally like. Uh, do I think he's gonna retire? I I don't know, but I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if he does because we see because we see maybe Airdrop's thinking. You know, I, I like I have nothing more. I have nothing more left to prove. You know, why play like uh, more years and I possibly risk something that could like further damage like my my physical and mental health. Like, but Adam, down the road. He, Adam, so you, that that, Adam, might, that to... might be what he's thinking. Adam, you have to remember, like, if this was when he was, like, older, like, 30, like, even just 35, I would get it. He's 30 years old going on 31. Usually, people enter their primes at, like, 27, 28, and then their primes end around 34. I even get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but that might be what Aaron Dahl's Which is, at least you're 34 so that you don't be. waste but, your prime. That's what that make him but, be towards but, retiring. Hold on, but... He t- uh, by the way, I... Aaron Donald turns 31 in May. Because they take he turns 31 in May. Football Okay, football primes aren't the same as basketball and baseball. I'm not saying Aaron Donald is in his prime right now. I think we all agree he's in his prime right now. But 
football prime isn't really the 28 to mid 30s range as is baseball and basketball. But I think if Aaron Donald does come back next year, which I would expect him to do, I think he just comes back, finishes out his contract for three more seasons and then hangs it up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he's going to finish at like 33, 34, which would be understandable. Like that's an understandable age where it's like, okay, you don't want to push yourself too much. You've already proven that you're like elite. You don't need to push yourself any further. But like, he's still got a good like three seasons of elite play in him. It's not like next year he's just going to drop off. And he's just gonna start like sad. Unless he has a major like injury. next year. Yeah, but that's like any player. That's like oh, Patrick Mahomes gets a God, God forbid, Patrick Mahomes gets a torn Achilles. It's like, yeah, obviously that makes Patrick Mahomes now that much worse. Or like, like what's it called? Like that one. It was like that one quarterback that had like that very bad like broken Alex leg or something Smith. that changed to. Yeah, like that, like ended his career basically. So, like, you can say that about any NFL player. I'm just talking strictly, like, in his play, there's no reason why he should be dropping off. In fact, next year, if he does come back, I feel like he has a chance to win another defensive player of the year. I believe he would become the only defensive player in NFL history to win four defensive player of the years. Yeah, I feel like. Because after the Super Bowl, I feel like if he comes back, he's going to be more hyped than ever. Because now it's like he has a Super Bowl under his belt. And the fact that he was playing the way he did in the Super Bowl, he's going to become that much he's going to become that much better, but also that much more confident that he can just beat anyone. Yeah, but I'm confident he's coming back. I'm not worried about it. But even even if he does retire, to me it's just like, you know, that really freaking sucks but he did everything that you need to do so it's like i can't blame the guy he has a family i'm sure he doesn't want to continue feeling these aches and pains too much longer i mean you got to live life eventually yeah definitely Mm -hmm. did you guys want before we need to wrap up super bowl talk tj you want to talk about the Bengals and their future going forward they just need you know, to just give them an offensive line. And they, that's the that's all they need. They need the what the what concern I, yeah, I would have with the Bengals going forward is that they're in a nasty, nasty conference. You got you got the Bills, you got the uh, Chiefs. You can't. I mean, I mean, you can't count out Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Are just because being contenders going forward, like I'm it's gonna be really, that. really I'm hard for them to like get back to the big dance. No, the good, the good news, the good news that Bengals fans have is that, is that Joe Burrow's still young. They still have like a really a, a, a nucleus, but that's that's the one thing. Like the that that's the one thing. Like I wouldn't necessarily be shocked if it would be a, a while before the Bengals could get back to the big dance, simply because of how tough you know the AFC AFC is. No, I I wouldn't be surprised if they made it back in the next three seasons, just for the sheer fact that literally their defense is amazing. Their defense is amazing. Like, I get, like, I was saying before, if OBJ was with the Rams, like, this would have been over by, like, the second or third quarter instead of it being where it was, like, this close to the game. But you have to remember what I'm talking about. 
we're talking about a Rams team that had Donaldson as their defensive man, who's amazing, who had Coop, who's one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in the league, OBJ, who was absolutely killing it in these playoffs, and Matthew Stafford, who he's, he's, he locked himself in the Hall of Fame. Let's be real. He's a Hall of Famer. Matthew Stafford is now a certified Hall of Famer. So no one was going to beat this team. No one's going to beat the team, especially if they're like on fire the way they were. No one was going to beat them. That being said, there's only one team I feel like the Bengals have to worry about, and that's the Chiefs. And it's for the sheer fact that Patrick Mahomes is the same thing as Tom Brady, in my opinion. If Tom Brady is out on that field, you can't count him out. Like, he is feared. Tom Brady, when he was on that field, he was respected, sure, but he was feared. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is respected, but he's feared because he can make stuff happen with average players. Think about what I just said. Patrick Mahomes can make things happen and make teams better with just average-level players. That's my only concern. If they can just get an offensive line, the Bengals, that can actually protect Joe Burrow. And also, I would like to see Joe Burrow run the ball a little bit. We saw him run the ball somewhat. We saw him be somewhat mobile. But for the most part, when he was getting sacked, he wasn't being really that mobile. He was just mostly like, standing in one spot and going farther and farther back. He wasn't trying to like move and get out of the sack situation, which maybe could have helped someone. So I just feel like Joe Burrow needs to learn to be a lot more mobile rather than just stationary. And Bengals just, they definitely need to get an offensive line. If they don't get an offensive line, I, then I don't see the Bengals making it far any single year just for the sheer fact that now teams know that they can get past the offensive line. And if they do, Joe Burrow is absolutely nullified. He won't be able to do anything. Yeah, because that's what the Rams did. Yeah. Plus, another thing, the Bengals, they, they need a... I believe in their coach, but he needs to, like, he needs to, like, you know, be different. Like, if you saw, the, the Bengals were basically doing the same plays over and over and over again. Like, after a while, I, I think the Rams are going to pick up what you're going to do so they know how to get around it. Like, they, they needed to switch it up somewhat, and they just they weren't switching it up. You saw the Rams. The Rams were switching it up a lot. The Bengals just kept the one offense going the same way. So they also need to kind of work with that. All right. So any thoughts on the Super Bowl? Anyone want to talk commercials, halftime show for a bit? Let me talk about the halftime show. I mean, commercials were boring, in my opinion. I enjoyed the halftime show, though. First of all, you had... Dr. Dr. Yeah, all my one of my favorite West Coast rappers. You got Dr. Dre, who is probably the greatest music mind 
in the Western in the yeah, West Snoop Coast. Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, who is probably the top five greatest rappers of all time. You have Eminem, one of the greatest top ten rappers of all time. You Which, have by the way, I tweet this out: "Lose yourself will never not be goaded." First of all, "Lose Yourself" is probably the best song in 2002 when it came out. And you have Mary J. Blige, who is probably the greatest R&B female R&B singer of all time. And you have 50. Like, come on. And then only thing missing I thought was going to be Ice Cube going to come out, and they do an NWA. And if everybody doesn't know what NWA is, you shouldn't be watching this podcast. If you're from the West Coast, you don't know what NWA is, you don't live in the West Coast. I only got to sing is NWA, yo, straight out of Compton, crazy mother... Name Ice Cube on a game called Niggas Wet True. That's all I gotta say. Yo, we the new NWA. I'm Ice Cube. Alex is Dr. Dre. You know, Sam is DJ Yella. Marcellus is Easy. And Nicholas is MC Ren. And, and Chris is the Arabian Prince. That's our NWA names. And who am I? I said you you're easy you're MC okay I'm I'm Ice Cube okay Adam you're Dr Dre oh okay okay I, I sorry I missed you I missed you you're, Adam Adam's the one white guy that just stands next to Dr Dre as the bodyguard okay well, that's we all me got, that's me Adam would be like should I smoke this chronic <laughs> he's the one he's the one guy that's just right next to Dr Dre just bopping his head to the music but he doesn't know what the is I'm that one white guy you bring to the party and all the black guy all the black people love <laughs> that's, that's me that's me <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty much that's I'm that one extremely white guy that you go to the party with and I'd be like be like yeah man now Alex I'm- will be like no this is what Alex does when he goes to a party Alex B goes to the party follows me and then sits and observes the room and records like this. This is Alex. He records all over the room. I'm like, <laughs> you see, I'm the type of person. Alex, you're savage for that. <laughs> all right, let's start this hot take now, right? Oh, Alex, oh. Who really, who really put me in the waiting room for that? Alex did. Alex did. Alex, you know that's the truth. That's what you do at a party. Don't get mad because you do that party. Don't be a little girl. Little girls can be very strong. That's all I got to say. First of all, we all know Alex is a little petty today. <laughs> all right. Let's start my hot take, Adam. Before, well, well, before, before, we do, before we do your hot take, we forgot about one other segment here. Fuck that. We're not doing that. The Olympics are over. We are hey, doing stop. Alex's Winter Olympics storyline. Alex, take it away. So- Adam, who cares a fuck about the Winter Olympics? But, but, by the way, by the way, Nicholas, you're gonna stick around for the rest of the episode, right? If you guys want me to, I can. Oh, you're more than welcome to say. We're gonna say we're gonna do. We don't want do, to uh, leave. Alex is gonna talk about Winter okay. Olympics. Then Mike's I'll gonna stay. do his hot take. Hey, Nick, me, okay. you, Marcellus, and Sam need some more IQ because I can't deal with these two idiots on my right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can. I can stay to help you with that. To help definitely, do with the definitely. Party. Definitely, but Alex, go ahead quickly. Go, go ahead Wrap with your Olympic segment. Okay, the biggest news uh, to this 
power right now is uh, the teen figure skater Camila Valley Eva is uh, expected to uh, resume her Olympics um, after failing a drug test and she's expected to make um, her debut tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure what time, but it will be something to watch out for, for sure. Um, the U.S. bobsledders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can, can I talk about that for a second? So, apparently, uh, the, we talked about yeah. last episode, the Russian figure skater that, that tested positive for a bad stuff. They're going to let her compete, but, um, but they say if she wins, if, if she wins, they won't have a, a male ceremony. Which I think is bull. Which I think is which I personally think is bullshit. Like, if you're if you're gonna if you're if you're gonna like at this point if you're gonna like eat then you know just let her like um on on the ceremony. Let just go all in. Don't go all in. Don't cancel the metal ceremony as a way to quote unquote punish her. Like it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Here's the thing. That, that 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 doesn't punish her though. That, that's not a punishment. What, though. You that's basically, not a punishment. You still won. You still that's exactly, saying, exactly. Oh, it's bullshit. It's like basically saying you won a medal, but since you took substance, you're not getting your medal. First of no, all, that, no, if that, you're going to suspend her, just suspend her the whole five, whole ten yards. Don't be like the, the NBA. If you up, uh, sure, then like suspend her for the Olympics. If don't be like the NBA. If 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 don't want to suspend her, then if you don't want to spread her, then then fine, like if you don't want to spend her, then yeah. fine. But it's it's like but it's, 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 it's like this half pregnancy BS that really just yeah, hurts me. It's like it's like this is. I wish you know like, about pregnancy. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, 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 pause. You know what this would be like? Imagine yesterday for the Super Bowl, the Rams win it and all that stuff, and instead of the Rams staying out in the field and the Bengals somewhat staying out in the field. Imagine if the Rams and the Bengals just go to their locker room and go home instead. No award ceremony, no speeches, no nothing. Just the Ram- just the Rams from the game. They go to the locker room like an ordinary game, but it's the Super Bowl instead. That's the equivalent of this. You got it's a like, point. It's a, it's like the Rams won, but they don't care. They just you know they won. It's no like, big deal. No big deal. It's exactly, like no. Exactly. It's like no. The ran, It's like no. The winning team of the Super Bowl stays out on the field. They get the speeches. They get the MVP. They get the trophy. They, they don't just the walk off the field and then say, "Okay, we won. We won the Super Bowl. Good for us." No big deal. We just didn't win the biggest yeah. sports team sports prize. In yeah, all yeah, of it's, it's, a, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. A, We're not gonna rant the whole episode bad, but that's all I gotta say. It's ridiculous. Sorry, Alex. You can continue with um your Olympic storylines. Uh, so, um, Team USA uh, for women's ice hockey uh, is going to be playing in the gold medal game against Canada. You know, you know, Alex. You know, the brothers. We can't skate now. You know, me and Marcel can't ice skate now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> we know you can't, but the ladies can. First of all. To, to my, you know, I realized there ain't no black, there ain't no female black hockey players. That's why I'm mad at the Olympics. They got no sisters playing out there. But we ain't gonna talk they, about. They, it. they, sh- I, I, I know that uh, 
the Olympics are like uh, the Iowa hockey is a very white sport, but I would def. But yeah, the the USA Olympics team could use an African American athlete. Mike, here's the thing, though. Here's my question to you. Do you know a sister that actually watches hockey? That's a start. Do you know a sister my cousin, that actually watches my hockey? My cousin, Michaela. She's a devil. Just name Okay. Do, do you think she's good enough to play hockey now? She was a very good five-time figure skating champion. In Marlboro, New York. There's a difference between figure skating and hockey. Though. You could, if you could skate, you could play, play hockey. That's just how. Okay, that's just, could, I, no, no, no. First no, of all, if no, it worked for the no. Mighty Ducks, if it worked for the Mighty Ducks, it could work for hockey. So shut up. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations to the women's USA team. Um, they're going. They're going. I, I, they they won it all back in 2018, right, Alex? I think. I have the sudden urge uh, to just slap someone right now. And I don't know why, but I have that urge. If you slap me, your hand going to be broken. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to um, uh, the, the USA Women's Hockey Team. The gold medal game is, I believe, for, 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 um, for, East, for Easter time, it's going to be um, this Wednesday at like 11. So I'm definitely yep. going to be tuning into that, but Sorry, Alex, you can continue with um, your storylines. So, um, let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, for figure skating, uh, Francis Gabriel Papa, Papa, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, and Gilliamon Cizuron since the gold for the world record fashion in the ice skate event uh, for free sky skiing China's Zhu Mentayo took the top spot in the women's event um, China's Kong Fanu bounces back after a wipeout in free sky skiing uh, final event and um, let's see. Oh, Australia men win the ski jumping for gold. And um, there's a bunch of other things going on at the moment. Uh, for uh, I think track star speed skater. Uh, track speed skater Aaron Jackson just won, I see on Twitter. So there's a recent one that came out just now. Um, and I believe that there's events going on all throughout the night. And I'm excited to uh, track track some other events throughout these past throughout the next couple of days and I'm looking forward to talking more about it on the season finale of this episode oh yeah did you do oh yeah did, any updates on uh, men's ice hockey uh 
for men's ice hockey, I think, uh, let me see, uh, they owned a bye into the quarterfinals with a 3-2 win over Germany in their preliminary round finale on Sunday. The Americans entered the game needing only a goal, a win or a regulation tie to secure the top seed in their group. They finished with a 3-0-0 record and won't play again until Wednesday. So they won't play until Wednesday, um, which will be a very interesting matchup. Uh, whoever they play on Wednesday. De- I mean, it's, I mean, definitely. I've, I've also been watching like some curling, like as of late. I gotta tell you, it's the most confusing sport ever. Like, like I, I like watch it because it's kind of like slow paced stuff. But when I watch curling, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Same, yeah. It's definitely uh a sport that like you don't really know what's going on because the scoring is so difficult to understand. Yeah. I got two like of some bobsledding. Like... I haven't seen any bobsledding. Yeah, bobsledding is goaded. Hey, Sammy, has something to say? I uh, know. I was going to say it's like cricket. I, I don't understand cricket. It's like <laughs> baseball, but like it's not baseball, and all you're doing is running to two sticks instead of four bases. I, oh, I don't Adam, get it. Adam, I got one thing to say before I end my segment. Go ahead. After after Big Mike retires from basketball, his new sport is bobsledding. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you're trying to be racist or because don't be doing no disrespect because I can say I know what's worse watching bobsledding or your jump shot but we're not going to go there Damn. moving on <laughs> well I mean is Alex you know wet or is he you know you know his jump shot dry it's like Mariah Carey singing it's terrible Oh, that's bad. But Adam, you know what time it is. <laughs> All right, guys. It's, it's time. Mike and Marcellus's time. It's time for the segment of the show that is like the baddest kid to ever save the day. Mike's hot take. Mike, I'm gonna take it away. It's like my, it's like, um, it's like the other team that I just blew out today for my rec game, 50 to 30. Damn! That's what it's like. Damn. You're like the other team I just blew out. Sad and disappointed. Okay, let me explain to Alex. <laughs> I'm about to roast Alex's whole existence out here. You said I need to... But here's the thing. I get better looking women than him. I'm more successful, but we ain't going to go there. But Adam, you know what? My hot take is going to be today. Oh yeah, you, I, talk- I, I, I believe Marcellus, you're going to join Michael for this hot take. Yeah, this is a family affair. This is a family. Yeah, I'm going to join him for the hot take, man. All right, the next I'm us. just Marcellus. I am disappointed in 
in the next. I may have to kill James Dolan. I'm sorry. I may have to kill him. He it's must a, die. He must die. Ah, that's a shame. No, yeah, I, I may be becoming a Sixer fan. That's how mad I hate the Knicks. I'm fed up with them, man. I, I, I don't like that. I don't know what to do. I may, uh, I may, I may, yeah. I may destroy every Nick Morbilia I ever have and just get rid of it. <laughs> hey, man. Okay. That, I'm just, just tired of the Knicks. It's tired, though. I don't know what's worse, watching Adam shoot a basketball or the Knicks keep losing. I don't know, which is terrible. Definitely yes. Knicks losing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I just want to say this. Fizz. I know what's worse. Seeing Alex Tom dance or watch the Knicks play. At this point, Alex is a bad dancer than the Knicks right playing better than the Knicks right now. I'm sorry. Adam jumps is better than the Knicks right now, honestly. I'd rather Tom, watch women's, fall, I'd rather watch a women's cheerleading competition than watch the Knicks. That's how fed up I am with them. Yeah. Here, I'd like, rather here's... watch real housewives of Hollywood than watch the Knicks play. That's yeah. how fed up. Here, here's, here's the. I rather watch a WNBA game, and I hate the WNBA over the Knicks. Okay, don't don't disrespect. Don't disrespect. All right, don't disrespect the, the uh, WNBA. Can be fire. The, don't disrespect the WNBA like but, that. But you know where I'm going. <laughs> I'd rather watch two girls in one cup than watch the Knicks play right now. What the That's, hell? <laughs> That's how fed up I am. Wow. And to all of our viewers, do not watch two girls at work. Let's just clear the record. Yeah, I remember in college, it was me and Alex. We can Alex, remember the Harrison story? Yep. Where he watched two girls walk up in the library? Oh my god. He typed there's a stupid kid in my college. I told him, do not type in two girls in one cup. And he actually did. So Harrison Handler, if you're watching our show, you are a moron. Congratulations. <laughs> Here, but here, yeah, but on all seriousness, here's the main problem with the Knicks. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau is not doing well. But here's the thing: Tom Thibodeau was doing really good last year, which is why I'm kind of confused on what he's doing this year. First main of all, you problem. have no defensive energy. You have no defensive players. Yeah, but here, here's Julius Randle just fell off the face of the earth. I think that's the big problem. Knicks with Knicks. That's the big problem. That's what even more on Tom Thibodeau, Julius Randle falling off a cliff really hurt you guys. Because last, last year was the MVP candidate. Last year was the MVP candidate. Now this year he's not nowhere close. Here's the thing: Julius Randle is not an All Star. Like he has to be a second option. I'm going to say this. If the Knicks get somebody good in the offseason. Ideally, he's a third option. Just think about Knicks. He's a second option. Third championship team. He's a second option. He can be a second option. If you have prime Jordan, sure. If you have prime Jordan or prime LeBron, sure. Okay, but here's here's the main issue with the Knicks. And I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Just, just let me finish because I, I need I need Go to ahead, Sam. a little bit about this. Come on, I'm the Knicks fan in here. Let me rant. I'm tired of seeing disappointment. Mike. I'm tired of crying to my pillow every year, Mike, Sam. Mike. I'm in pain, Mike, for God's Mike. sakes. Mike, I'm remember, in pain. Mike, remember what I said when I first started this podcast? Yeah, I'm a Pelicans fan. But you're also a Knicks second, fan. Yeah, I'm also a Knicks me, fan. Me, you, and Marcellus are in pain, okay? We are in saying, bet- Let me Let me just rant really quick. Go ahead, brother. 
the Knicks. Okay. The, the, the coaching staff for me is a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. The players are a big problem, but they're not the biggest problem. The biggest problem, and I will keep saying this until this man is fucking gone from the league just in general, James Dolan. Please. He is... He, he's on my kill he, list. He, he infuriates me. No, James Dolan, me. I want dead. He's on oh, my I, kill list, Adam. Yeah, because you... For those who don't understand the pain of being a Knicks fan, the reason why we're all in pain... Because of James, James Dolan. fucking Dolan. Like, He's like, a fucking like, moron. Like here, like it's not even the fact. Like, oh, okay, he's a bad owner. He's a bad owner. But you have such soft skin. Like you're so soft to the point where someone can literally say, "Sell the team," and you're just like, "Okay, yeah, you're banned from this arena." Are you fucking out of your mind? You banned like, Charles Oakley for saying you need to get rid of the team. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Yeah, and and th- this is when I lost all hope. For James don't Dolan. forget uh, the incident with Spike Lee. Remember that? I was just getting to that. That's what made me lose all hope for James Dolan. The fact that you actually convinced Spike Lee, you know, the greatest Knicks fan to ever live, the best Knicks fan to ever live. The man's literally spent over millions upon millions of dollars for Knicks games. They have that same the same old Yeah, the fact that you actually made him not come to that arena and watch any Nick games for a whole season. Not just for a game or two. The whole season. That's when I lost it. That's when I'm like, okay. You can go after random fans if you want. Fine. You can go after, you know, haters. But Spike Lee? You go after the man that's literally giving you over $10 million. And guess what that was over? Over a fucking entrance. That wasn't over, oh, okay, he's telling you to sell the team. It wasn't over, oh, because of blah, 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 blah. It was literally because he was going to his seat the same way he's been going to his seat for the past decade or two decades now. And just like he said, you couldn't call him to say that there's a different entrance. You can call him and say, hey, Spike, listen, there's a new policy. You have to go to the celebrity entrance. You couldn't, you couldn't say that? You couldn't call him. Yet, if he's a day late for his payment, you blowing up his phone. Are you that stingy? Like, are you that, are you that low? Like, Mr. Dolan. Like, I shouldn't even call you James Dolan. To be honest, I shouldn't even be calling you by your name, but I only say hold, that. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm just here's the thing why I hate James Dolan, Sam. I got a bunch of reasons. Let's see. 
You you got Carmelo to come to the Knicks. Okay, that was great. And then you traded him for Ennis Cantor, who was a scrub. Cantor, who is a scrub. Let's see. You also had Allen Houston's big-ass contract, and he didn't even play with us that much. Okay. Boom. And, also, and, and then also, you traded you Patrick said... Ewing, and then you couldn't sign Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who you couldn't just wait a year, you fucking moron. And you also, are... I knew he was dumb when he said he wouldn't, he wouldn't give KG the match. Game the match. Where... I don't care. We were James Dolan. All this of us really just game on that James Dolan is. You are a moron. As long, as long as a dumb sack of shit. As long as Dolan is you there, are ignorant as fuck. As long as you Dolan is there and Tibbs is the coach, the next culture is slowly decreasing, going Dude. down. So, That's as of, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Adam. I thought I'll never hear myself saying this. But on April, on my fault, on February 15, 2022, Michael Joseph Paul Cunningham is no longer a Knicks fan. And Marcellus Murdoch is no longer a Knicks fan. I'm not a Knicks fan no more until they trade Randall. Till Dorman and they get rid of him. five demands on becoming a Knicks fan again. They get rid of Randall. They, fight, they, they get tips. rid of James Dolan. Get somebody that knows the game of basketball. James Dolan is just a rich boy that don't know about sports who got picked on when he was younger so he can get a basketball team. He's like Skip Bayless. He doesn't know the game. You're just All right, just so you guys know, just Michael Marcellus, if you guys are, are uh, renouncing Knicks fandom, just so you know, um, we're, we're, we're taking people like across the Brooklyn Bridge, so. That's annoying. So stands. You'd rather be a Pelicans fan first. Thank I'd rather you. become a Pelicans fan than become a Nets fan. Thank you. Okay, See, I the Pelicans, huh? At least the Pelicans fan be. base. At least they. At least they're cool. You guys came to have an All Star that can't be that has to. Why would I become a fan for a part time player? I can't sure. support that. If I'm a fan of you, you gotta play all year round, not just away. Sorry, speaking of the Nets. Speaking of the Nets. By the way, great win no, against. I, I got. Um, I got I got another. I got another demand. I got another thing I got to talk about. I don't think right, Harden and Embiid take, are going to play well wrap together. Up your hot take. I think and Simmons. I mean Embiid and Harden can't play together. Here's why. Harden proves he can't play with big superstars. He just proved it. He had Chris Paul as a point guard. He couldn't play with him. He had Russell. They couldn't play together well. He in the last year playoffs, he had KD and Kyrie. They couldn't do shit. His thing. He got Dwight Harden Howard to, as well. And he had Dwight Howard. Here's the thing. Harden has to be the only solo superstar on the team so he could play so his team could do well. That's a fact. He can't have another awesome. That's just my opinion. He can't. He needs yeah. to have like a like he has to have like a great ass role player. All those years in Houston, after they got rid of Dwight Howard, they had a great team and they still made the playoffs. I don't think, and plus, and B's a hothead. And B just talks. Alex, you're a Sixer fan. You know as much as I do. And B talking, he's, he's not going to play. If he doesn't talk, he's not playing well. Let's all agree to that. And Harden is going to talk too much shit in B. It's, it's not going to work. 
I would have traded. I would have traded somebody that's a a good point guard instead of Harden. Mike, to Mike, Mike. In my Kendrick Wilkins formation, move the hell on. I'm trying to help you on. I'm trying to help your team. Okay. My team is doing better than your two teams. So I would shut the hell up. Oh, he's getting big now. Okay, he got a little bass in his voice. You better be talking to Adam like that. You ain't going to talk to me like that. You know about Two. My son. you my son. Don't disrespect <laughs> me like that. Don't do that. Don't do that on air. Don't do that on air because I'll beat your little bitch ass up. Don't play with me. Adam, <laughs> Adam, you better talk to him before he gets his ass whooped. On on national TV, yeah, that's what I thought. It just won't work with him beating Harden. It won't. It won't work. That's why. Sam, no, do you no, think Harden no. and B will work together? No, I don't. It, Thank it, it's you. also it's also for the fact that they gave away too much for Harden, and I think the big piece that they gave away was Seth Curry, just because. Yeah, you dumb sack of shit, Alex. Just because, if, all my friends that are Sixers fan, besides you, they said that was a stupid trade. You guys because gained one good player, Max, for Seth Curry, who's probably a great as a great shooter. Ben Simmons, I would throw it away anyway because he trash. No, Ben Simmons is going to be amazing with the Nets. What are you talking about? Ben Simmons was trash on the Sixers. We already knew that. Yeah, but now he's going to be an all star to a star level player on the Nets because here's the thing. The reason why Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid didn't work out was because Ben Simmons, he needs the lane. He needs to be inside. But Joel Embiid does his best work in the paint. Now you put him on a team where no one's going to be in your way, where you can drive inside at will and be like Giannis. Come on now. Like... Ben, ben Simmons is not a good spot. Would Ben Simmons shoot the damn ball this year? Would he shoot the damn ball if he's wide open? He doesn't need to shoot the damn ball. Does Giannis, like Giannis shoots like what, maybe two, three threes a game? And he's still I mean, like, averaging shoot, like mid-range 28? Because just remember, that whole playoff year, he disappeared. Yeah, but that was, that was because he didn't have any confidence. And Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid didn't help his confidence at all. You are exactly. seven foot tall, and you got a little midget and Trey Young guarding you. All you gotta do is stunk. It's called common fucking sense. But he my has guy Clint, who is yes, Clint Capella at the rim. But Clint he Capella, had Trey Young guarding him, Negro. And he has Clint Capella at the rim. Clint Capella is one of the best shot blockers in the league. We'll agree to disagree. Different folks, different strokes for different folks. Okay. Anyway, so, but wait, that, that was my main point. My main point was I don't believe in Tobias Harris as a third option. Tobias Harris, for me, just cannot be a third option. I don't believe in him. Combine that with the fact that Joel Embiid and James Harden are two ball-dominant people. Thank you. Now now you're getting, it's like now you have two ball-dominant people scores now Maxi's not getting the ball. So now Tyrese Maxi's gonna be suffering. Now Tobias Harris Yeah. Now Tobias Harris is gonna be suffering. And Tobias Harris I already don't believe in a third option. So him not getting Harris is overrated. Let's just play the record. That nigga overrated. Yeah so 
combine he's... all of that, it's like this just was not a good deal for the Sixers. But this was a steal deal for the Nets because now they have defense. Now they have an inside presence. Now they have more shooting. Yeah, I dare Alex to say move on to Sam. Yeah. I dare him yeah. to say it. Okay, Mike. So so you say so you're saying and B talks too much. Look at your ass. You talk way too much. Uh, it's like your mom. Okay, okay. I talk too much because I know basketball. You don't know shit. So that's why you keep your mouth quiet. I'm gonna start calling you mute McGee because you never talk. I'm starting to think you like on mute or like you quiet. That's what I'm starting to think. Shut up, That's Malik why you don't Monk. talk because you just got owned about your Sixers. Shut up, so, Malik Monk. I'm Malik Monk. Okay, I get more women than you. I'm more better looking than you. I play better sports than you. Just talk to me when you get taller. Stop being up John Brody's ass too damn much. It's like you're kissing it. Like goddamn, my boy. Moving on, but Sam, to answer my question, the Sixers are not going to do well in this situation. You guys got robbed in the draft, robbed in this trade. We have James Harden, who's a ball-dominant player, and you have Embiid, who's a dominant player. It's not going to work for you, kid. I don't know no, if you're man. up in la-la land or you're just that damn stupid. Which one is it? No, yeah, it's it's not going to work. And here's the thing. Yes, I just want to I just want to give this quick thing out there. It could have been worse for the Sixers actually because instead of being the two first round picks, which was already bad enough because that's just more trade value to the Nets, they almost gave away Thibault. And Maxi too. Imagine if they would have gave away Thibault with Drummond and and Seth Curry. The Nets would have been loaded because now they because now yeah because yeah, now like, the Nets would have. That's gone. why they gave the first round picks up. They weren't going to give up Thibault. Yeah, because imagine they gave up Thibault. The Nets would have had a young core, but they also would have had Thibault for defense, who we know he's a lockdown defender. Ben Simmons, who was a lockdown defender, and Andre Drummond, who's still a very good defender. He's very underrated. Like people have been talking trash about Andre Drummond. He's very underrated. He's he's ridiculously he underrated. The he game. still can get like boards. He had nine rebounds yeah, in the game against, uh, still against uh, the Kings. He had nine rebounds, eleven points, yeah. also put a double double. He had a big time block as well. Like, Drummond's going to be a huge asset yeah. for this team. And also, Seth Curry dropped 23 points. Many points. And also dished out five assists. Seth Curry, I, I'll tell you right now, I think Seth Curry is going to be a major, major contributor to this team. Imagine like, Seth I, I, Curry. Outside the big three, I would say, say he's the best player. I would say Seth Curry's right now the best player, like, Oh, and that's outside of, of Ben, Kyrie, and Katie. Yeah, and Drummond, Drummond is way better than Claxton. And it's huge that you guys got Seth and you didn't give up Mills or Harris. That's huge. Yeah, you guys got a lot of a- assets. So that's huge. Also, guys, did you also uh, – also, Ben Stone's going to have his open press cards. Can't wait for that. Also, did you guys uh, see this Nets story? Uh, the Nets, uh, when they acquired a trade, they – they announced the jersey numbers. Seth Curry's wearing um number thirty, so just like his brother. And do you know what number um Ben Simmons is switching to? Which one? 
What? Ben Simmons is going to wear number 10. Oh, shit. By the way, by the way guys, uh, that Adam, show Ben 10 was goaded. But anyway, um, what's it called? I know. I was just going to say something really funny. Imagine if Seth Curry now becomes like Steph Curry because he's with Kevin Durant. That's going to be fun. That's, that's a good idea. Kevin, I never thought about Kevin, that. Sam. Kevin Durant would get another ring because the Curry family is donating him rings, basically. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be funny. If, you, if Seth Curry is the reason why Kevin Durant wins another ring. All right, so I guess this hot takes over. So yeah, I Mike, yeah, so agree. I mean, Marcellus, you want? I mean, I mean, Marcellus was going to participate, but but he, but but so are we going to count Marcellus as a vote? Yeah, we'll count Marcellus as a vote just because. You know, All right, so just just even now. So oh, so um, I'm going to I'm going to reserve mine. Sam, you want to go first? I'm approving, obviously. Like James Harden and Embiid. Highly overrated. Perkins is and the highly overrating best. And the Knicks, they 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 don't just suck. suck. They're they're Me just and Marcellus like, are turning in our Nick badges. Like this is how bad the Knicks are. The Knicks are so bad, they make the Charlotte Bobcats look good. Hey, I said that. Hold up, I was one that said that. You steal my material, Sam. Steering the Charlotte Bobcats. Adam, did I just say that last episode? No, the- you didn't. I did say it, you son of a. Well, if you did, I don't remember it. But yeah, they make the Charlotte. Bob- How about this? They make the two thousand, I think 10, 2011 Nets, which is one of the top ten worst teams of all time. They make them look good. That's how bad the Knicks are. They make some of the worst teams in NBA. They make it look like Anthony Bennett was a good pick. That's how bad the Knicks are. Sam, we get the point. The Knicks just suck. We get it. The Knicks don't just suck. They're like below yeah, sucking. Like they're like the like they're they're just below sucking. They're the vacuum cleaner right now. They're just sucking everything up. All right, so who's next? All right, I'm um, all right. You want me to go next? Go ahead. I was kind of leaning towards no because Michael's shifting this from a Knicks uh, slander to like the James Harden thing uh, threw me off guard. But at the end of the day, I do agree with a lot of your points. James Dolan is one of the worst owners of all time, and and not I, one- I well, I'm not to say as down as uh, James Harden going to the Sixers as you guys are, but but I feel like with actually with with, with Jace Hall with every single situation he's gone to so far, it's never it's never worked. It's never worked. It's, he didn't work with uh, CP3. He didn't work with Westbrook. He didn't work with Dwight Howard. He he he, he didn't work. Uh, he, we thought he was gonna work with Durant and Kyrie, but that didn't work. What like was it? If he's if that did if he didn't work with Durant and Kyrie, the way is it gonna work? So Michael, because of that, I'm going to now he has this. to work with Embiid. Now he has to work with Embiid. Okay. And Embiid is more vocal than any player he ever played with. Also, James Harden has to remember now he has to be the second option 
he can't be the first option. He has to be the second option to him. He's not going to do it. James Harden's not going to do that. We all know that. All right, Nicholas, you want to go? Yeah, sure. What, what's the question again? Are you approving or do you approving Michael's hot take? Uh, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I am not a big fan of Embiid and Harden. Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of them either. Either of them individually, and together, I think they're both two very very ball dominant players. And I don't think that's going to work. And, and another thing with James Harden too is James Harden does really really well when he's in the pick and roll action. And Embiid is not that guy. You can't just lob it up to Embiid every time because uh, he's just not that type of center like Dwight Howard was. Um, so I just don't know that this is going to work because you don't utilize Embiid by letting Embiid sit out at the three-point line. You don't. But you also don't utilize James Harden by letting Embiid sit in the paint all game and clogging up the lane for James Harden. You don't, you don't do that. All right. Marcellus, you want to go? You know how to prove it. Yes, no, no questions there. Last up, Alex. Who are you going to vote on this? How are you going to vote on this? Alex is obviously disapproving. We just did six years. He's obviously disapproving. Yeah, we kind of talk, lamb talk, lamb talk. Okay. I will nail this down as best as I can. The Sixers front office organization did this for something. It, it might work. It might work. It might work. It might not work. But at the end of the day, the Sixers are trying to compete for a championship. And this is just the start of it. I don't give a F about what your nonsense is, Mike, about Embiid and Harden playing together. They did this because they have the ability now to run the East and I don't give a shit what everyone else has to say because right now it's the start of a new journey. Ben Simmons era is done. Finished. Harden, welcome to Philly. We are ready to dominate starting next week once you make your debut. Let's go Sixers. So I guess you're disapproving then, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Big time disapprove. Okay. Regardless, Michael's hot take, your hot take is been approved. And your record is now. He gave a whole whole thing to say no. But here, here's my 65 thing. Sixty-five and nine. Sixty-five and nine. Here's my thing, though. I get you want to win now, and I agree. While Embiid is playing like this, you guys should try to win now. Exactly. Why you not? You guys have to win since you guys did want... all of these moves. You have. You guys have to win. Yeah, so you're saying here's... the championship or bust, Alex? That's, that's what you're trying to say. He, yeah, but here's here's my thing, though. If you wanted to win now, why not get Damian Lillard? So that you can win now and still have somewhat of a future. Because with James Harden, after this year, you maybe have like one to two more good years of James Harden. And then you're done. With Dame, at least, 
you could have gotten another like four or five years out of him so he could have played when Embiid truly reaches his prime where it's still in his prime. That would be an amazing oh, Sorry, fam, hold up. Nick, say what you just wrote in the group chat. Say what you just said. The Philadelphia 76ers going all in for jo- with Joel Embiid is like the Los Angeles Rams going all in for Aaron Donald. That's a good point. So, except for it is, it's point, very similar. Except, it's very similar. For, except, except, except for the fact that this is a Philadelphia sports team instead of LA. <laughs> oh, ribs. Nick, we Alex, you. you just got dissed. Big time, brother. I feel bad for Alex. Last episode, he had the Philly fan with him to like at least help him defend. He, he's got no one. Why? Why would you feel bad for Alex? He didn't have to be a Philly fan growing up. He could have chosen another team. Oh, oh shit. Well, that's Bro, all I can say is fuck you, motherfuckers. Bro, what do you got on me? LA City of Champs right now. We got everything. LA, they, 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 they good. They set for life. <laughs> In less than two full years, we got a World Series, NBA Championship, and Super Bowl. We're good. Nobody should talk. Nick's on like cloud everything. nine right now. Oh, Nick, you're on like cloud nine. I'm in a fantasy world that the rest of you can only dream of being in. <laughs> Guys, you know, funny thing is he ain't wrong. We envy him. Hey, he's like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, as a New York sports fan, I'm looking at LA and niggas right now. I'm just going. Adam, <laughs> me and you, may, we, me and Marcellus may become the LA bandwagon. We may become, a, we may become LA, he was uh, go, go, go to LA. Go to LA. Adam, Adam, I, 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 I'll get over it once the Nets are um, celebrating with uh, the, the trophy in um, Adam, June. You mean their ABA trophy? You mean? <laughs> Adam, this, Adam, this I'm not going to lie. That was a good one, Michael. That was you, a good you, do know the Nets, you do know the Nets don't get a trophy for just being in a playing game, right? You're aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're just now we're just gonna roast Adam. Hey Adam, do me a favor. I just want to know one question: Did the Nets? Did, does Dr. J have their ABA trophy, or are they just leaving the office for for formal inspiration for the 1970s? Which one is it? Adam, listen, I feel bad for you because Adam, this is how bad it's gotten. The Milwaukee Bucks have won a championship before your Knicks. And your Knicks won a championship after them. Tell me how the hell the Bucks won a championship before you guys did. Or if they won two. No, I'm saying the Bucks. They won two championships and they don't get free agents like New York does. How the Uh, hell uh, did they actually win two championships before the Nets and the the Knicks? The Bucks only won one championship in the last 20 years. What are you talking about, too? They won in 1971. That was when and they had the two deadliest combo of Kareem and Oscar Robertson. But we yeah, ain't going to And the Knicks only have one championship. Two, the actually. They have two. Knicks have two. Knicks have two. Knicks have two? Yeah, they have two. Oh, Get shoot. your facts how many, right. How many do the Nets have? You're talking about ABA? You're talking about the Nets NBA? have less championships in their franchise let's, than LA let's does let's, let's still have an NBA tail yet. Let's still have an NBA, NBA tail You guys yet. have Eastern Conference championships. That's all you guys have. With the so finals back-to-back years. Because can, you of stop, a short- can, you, can you please stop bragging about going to the finals in back-to-back years? Like, as an LA fan, that doesn't impress me unless you guys win. 
I expected you to impress me. Adam. Hey, hey Adam. Yeah, you're Adam, seeing, I you're seeing that's why you that's why I'm saving you. wait to celebrate in uh, June. Adam, you know I love you, right? June of which year? We're waiting to host the Larry O'Brien Trophy in June. I'm saving Adam, myself right until then. Hold on. June of which year, though? Are you talking about this year? Adam, you're you telling might be me the best one way to chant me said this June? <laughs> no, guys, guys, he's, he's getting confused. He, he meant he meant Giannis is going to be holding the trophy up in June. We're so sorry, Adam. We're sorry. But Giannis, Giannis right. isn't on the Nets. Right. Ben Simmons, who didn't get Giannis. Mike, Adam. I don't know. Mike, I don't know why you talking, you Knicks fan. <laughs> That's right. Look who's talking right now. Look who's talking. Sam, Mike, you a Mike, Pelicans yeah. fan. You haven't even Mike, seen yeah. championship, at least a title. So I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> Mike, you know when the Pelicans were made, right? Yeah, but the Knicks were, have been around since the 1969s, and they have two. At titles. least we have championships, baby. You don't even have a single championship. When did you have your championships? When was the last Tennessee championship you won? Front. Then we can have a combo. Mike, Dang. when was the last championship you guys won? I was at least I was in my dad's sperm then. <laughs> oh, exactly. So when was the last time up. y'all won a championship? You weren't even thought of yet. <laughs> Mike, that's because we literally like what the Pelicans are like fifteen years old. Your Knicks are like seventy years old. If the Knicks haven't won in seventy years, I'm sorry, but the Knicks have more problems than the Detroit Lions. Do you not just hear my hot take? We have a terrible, crappy owner that doesn't care about winning. He just cares about crying and kicking out fans. He don't care about basketball. Do you exactly. not care about bloody my hot owner? Take? And my owner for the Pelicans actually cares about winning, which is why he made a team that doesn't just outclass the Knicks, but makes the Knicks look like a complete laughing stock. We are a laughing stock. I had no problem saying that. We suck. And the Pelicans are now playoff bound, so you can suck these nuts. <laughs> the plan isn't playoffs. The plan is technically not a playoff, Sam. You have to get to the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to be getting... Are we, we going to say the play is the playoffs or not? To the playoffs. I, I no, it isn't. It. It's, it's not. not. It's the play, No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. You can play off the play, play and it's just stupid. I don't know why they I think do it's it in the first too. I think it's stupid, too. Here's no, thing. I like the play. You plans. have 10 teams in the playoffs. It's a neat idea, but the, the execution is just... That's ass. just yes. No, I, I like... You can the eight seed and lose... To a nine and ten seed and be in the playoffs—that's just bullshit. No, I here's the thing. I like that actually, just because it makes it a lot more interesting and makes it have like that March Madness feel. Like just because you're a higher seed doesn't mean that you're necessarily better. Might as well like, do it a, if they're going to have a playing seed. <laughs> might as well do it for every team in the play. Every team then. From one to one to for every team in each conference, then and to having the playing tournament, might as well do it that since in March. Imagine, Madness, Mike. Imagine that you do a playing tournament for the entire thing. So it's like you just you just put all thirty two teams in the playoffs, and you do like a March Madness type thing. That would be kind of awesome. Holy shit! That would be amazing. You next so Adam, actually Adam might Silver, win if you're watching this, do it, brother. Mike, the Knicks might actually win. 
If they get lucky, they win. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, dipshit. <laughs> All right, we're way past the clock. We're, 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 going, we're going nuts here. So, oh, Michael, Michael, times. we got to move on to Black History and Sports. Michael, take it away. Uh, what can I say about Black History and Sports? We could talk about how great... We're going to talk about the first... LeBron James uh, passing Kareem. You can talk about that. Michael, first. Michael, just talk about how much better in basketball you are than Alex. That's a given. <laughs> that's a given. We <laughs> that's already a given. That's already actually an interesting topic. No, it's here's not. the thing. Me and Alex play each other in basketball every time. I beat him. When we played 2K, I beat him. I beat him by over 100 points and he got mad. He quit in the third quarter. And his roommate's even worse. John Brody's even worse. Tell me how the first time I played John, he was beating me by 20 points. And then I started playing for about beating by 50 in the fourth quarter. You got to be that bad in 2K. Well, Mike, what's it called? All I know is that in real life, you're not beating my ass in basketball. I could beat your fat ass easily. <laughs> my fat ass? We got we to get that game sometime. Fat, but I'm not fat. Wait, so... Michael, Alex quit faster than Antonio Brown quit on his own team. Pretty much. <laughs> 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 Alex, Alex, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. You're, you've been like the punching bag for this entire episode. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nicola, Nicholas, I, I have a question for you, Nick. How yes. the hell How the hell are you not a, like a sports broadcaster for like ESPN already? Please, God, God damn, I'm surprised man. you're not a fucking comedian right now, dude. You're gonna make my ass laugh. The amount of roasting you've done, holy shit! Adam, can we keep him? Please, no one is safe him? from Nicholas Bear. No one's you guys, safe. You guys just all gotta follow me on Instagram. You see my story. I go after. I follow people. him on Instagram. His Instagram shit is fucking hilarious. I don't go after like individual people on Instagram, but I'll go like after players and shit. I don't no, shit. Nick is hilarious. I remember one time we had a whole conversation about how the NBA sucks and it made me laugh. I went after the whole Lakers team like last week. I don't know if you remember that one. I, I saw that one. That one was hilarious. I was like, dear God, man. <laughs> Here, I'm I'm a I'm a Put my Instagram in the chat right now. If you guys want to follow me, because I just uh, go after yeah, definitely anyone. put in, definitely put in the chat, definitely put in the chat. But Michael, is that all for your Black History Sports segment? <laughs> that black people will always beat white people in basketball. It's just and that 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 Michael is superior to Alex in basketball. And that's Adam your Christani black that, and, 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 and myself. But basically, Michael is superior to all of us in black in basketball. That is your Black History and Sports segment, everyone. First no, all, he's not. He's not superior to me. I know damn well. Me I can and beat him me and Marcel will beat Sam and any player of his choosing in two on two. Any player from my choosing? So even one of my homies that knows how to play basketball, like we will cook you. Like no, you ain't I mean, messing with like, the bloodline, baby. You ain't messing with the bloodline, baby. Mike, I mean, like D one athlete. I can take a D one athlete. That's right. no, that's no problem, baby. All right. All right. All right, I got an idea, guys. You wanna know what we could do for um what we could do for black history sports? Adam, please let me talk about Donald Sterling. That's like every black man's dream is to piss off is to 
roast Donald Sterling. You've already roasted them before on this podcast. I don't care. Donald Sterling is the biggest idiot of all races of all time. Let's just say how you you're dating a black woman. I don't get why you say the N word when you're dating a black woman. How stupid are you? And then have a recording and call Magic Johnson a nigger. What kind of crack are you smoking? Like what type of crack is <laughs> you smoking that? You smoking? You smoking crack? You're doing meth and you're doing cocaine and heroin. If you're doing, if you're doing up to the up down boogie with a black woman, and then you call and then you called her a nigger because she voted was getting was getting free tickets from Magic Johnson. So Donald Sterling, you are a disgrace to semen and sperm and every people <laughs> of all time. You are just a waste of it, a cum space that your daddy gave to you in that condom, okay? You're, you are a cancer to society. You make Nick want to change teams, change being from L.A. because you're a disgrace. You roasted so ugly. hard that Santa has to go. Don't, so. don't worry. The Clippers are irrelevant in L.A. First of all, you're, you're just a joke. You're just a dumb feeling. You're just a joke. All right, guys, we got to move on to it's getting late. We got to move on to our bets of the episode. To recap last episode, three of us won our bets and three of us lost our uh, lost our bets. So, Alex, you won your bet. Yes, Xavier over UConn, the Moneyline and 76ers over the Cavaliers on Moneyline. You nailed both. You add 10.36 points. Marcellus won his bet. He had the Horns over the Pistons, minus six and a half. F and F, so Horns covered the spread. Marcellus, you add 9.09 points. Michael had the Cavaliers over the Pacers money line and 76 over the Thunder money line. And he nailed his parlay. He adds 5.39 points. But everyone else lost. Chris had Grizzlies over the Horns on money and Lakers over the Warriors on money line. Grizzlies beat the Horns, but and the Lakers came close. They had a really good lead over the Warriors, but they ultimately blew the game in the end. So, Chris, if you're listening, we are so sorry. We are so sorry. Sam had the magic over the Jazz and the magic over the Suns. And our life, Magic lost both those games. And I had the Bengals over the Rams in the Super Bowl and Joe Burrow on the over and the passing yards. Bengals lost and Joe Burrow didn't get the over. So, my saying he probably was a complete uh, disaster. So, to get out the understandings, Michael remains our ringleader. Th- Reigns in first place, 32 and 4 on record, 393.64 points. I made second place, 31 and 42 record, 360.74 points. Sam remains in third place, 31 and 42 record, 341.90 points. Alex remains in fourth place, 27 and 45 record, 340.85 points. Chris remains in fifth place, 31 and 42 record, 328.04 points. Four points and Marcellus remains last place, 40-33 record, 318.53 points. All right, guys. Guess what? This is the final bet of the season. The final bet of season one. This is it. After this, after this, all bets will be final. And our next episode, we're gonna declare where so this is our last bet of the season. I decided to do something special. You guys want to guess what it is? This, this episode, you are, I'm going to give everyone the ability to make not one, 
but two bets. And this includes parlays. So, and this includes parlay. So, if you want to do one parlay, you can do a separate parlay along with it. How's that sound, guys? How's that sound? I got. I gotta go real quick. My my iPad's about to die. So let me go real quick. I got Cavaliers versus Hawks, Grizzlies versus Pelicans, and Pacers. No, Bucks versus Pacers. It's been real. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do my signature catchphrase. And we're out. Deuces. All right. So let's let let let's get Chris. Chris couldn't make it, but he did text me his bet. I let him know of the rules, so he did. Do two parlays. He has Kentucky over NSC on the money line, Oklahoma over Texas on my line, and Michigan over Penn State on my line. One parlay and his first parlay and his second parlay. He has the Grizzlies over the Pelicans my line, Hawks over Cavaliers my line, Heat over and the Heat over Mavericks on the money line. All right, guys, this is it. This is my last chance to. Out to make a one last push to outduel Michael Cunningham and make one last push for first place. Though so this is it. Everything's it's it's do or die time. It's do or die time. So I thought something. I, I thought something. Since I have I have two chances right now to um get to first place. I have two chances. So I figure I'm gonna take a. I'm going to put my best foot forward in both these bets and hope that at least one of them, and hope at least one of them can land. So in my first parlay, I am going to take the New Jersey Devils over the Tampa Bay Lightning. New Jer- over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Devils are at home against uh, the Lightning. Yes, they've stuck this season, but but they they did win uh, these past, they, they were two of the last three games. And Tampa Bay, they've been kind of on a skid right now where they've won and lost. They 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 did beat the Sharks, but the previous game lost to Avalanche. Avalanche, they've they've been like uh kind of I have like um a skid. So I I think I think that'll continue. They'll I think that'll continue. I think the Devils can take advantage of this and get a win at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that's my first bet. And um and in a parlay, I'm going to parlay that up. I got U.S. Team USA over Canada and women's hockey on the money line. So that's my first. So that's my first bet. And for my second bet, I've got the Brooklyn Nets over the New York Knicks on my line. And I'm going to do a singing parlay. I got Seth Curry to score 20 or more. Seth Curry played amazing in his worst debut in his um. Sorry, Nets debut. I think he'll continue. I think he's gonna drop twenty again. So, those are my two bets, and let's see. And, and let's see if the sports guys smile on me today. All right, Alex, you're up. Okay, I am gonna do um, Tennessee money nine against Kentucky. Oh, so you're going head to with Chris. Yes. And I'm going to go. This is your first six. bet, right? Are you doing a parlay for your first bet? Uh, can I do three? Three bets? 
You could do you could do two you could do two bet edge but here's the here's the thing you could do two um parlays, but but if you okay. do but if you decide to do um but if you decide to just do one bet that would be be like a one like parlay. Okay, I'll do two one leg parlays. All right, so you go to two two one team bets. All right, gotcha. So you got yeah. Tennessee over Kentucky and Maryland. What's your second bet? Yeah, my second bet is six O's money line against the Celtics. Ew. All right. Um, Sam only texted me. Um, his. All right, he he got he got he got both his uh bets in. He's taking the his first probably he's taking Pelicans, Pistons, and Rockets, and his second second uh bet he's taking Horns, Pacers, and Suns. All right, my. Uh, all right, my, Michael did uh, give his bet, but I mean, my, Michael did give us his bet, but he kind of did like um, uh, he wasn't really paying attention to the rules when I said them, so I uh, I I don't know, Marcellus, you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'll take the. But it might take the Cavs. He took the Hawks. I forget what he took. I forget what he took. I think he's. I think he took the Hawks. I mean the Cavs. I think he took the Cavs. He he, he took the Cavs. He took the Cavs. I know that. All right, I'm gonna take the Grizzlies over the Pelicans. Sorry, Sam. And then I'm going to take. What else am I take? I'm going to take. Yeah, I'll take. I'll do Cavs over Hawks too. And your first, and and this is not a parlay, right? Oh, it's not a parlor. Okay. So taking Cavs over Hawks? Well, I want to take the Grizzlies over the Pelicans. Actually. I know you got Grizzlies over Pelicans. But yeah, no, I'm going to say, yeah, Cavs and Hawks. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Cavs over the Hawks. All right, Nicholas, did you want to make a bet? Did you did you want to make a bet? I mean, you're technically a guest, so, but, so if you don't have to make a bet, if you don't want to, but if you want to make a bet just for fun's sake, you can. Yeah, can I go with two games on the NBA schedule for tomorrow? You can go with two, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take the Mavericks over the Heat. Um, and I'm also going to take <clears throat> the Hornets over the Timberwolves. Both on my line, right? All right, guys. That's all for our bets, and that's all for this episode. Nick, we thank you so much for coming out. It was great to have you, have you back here. You were, you were great on uh, – on that episode, wait, hey, um, when we first started this podcast, and now, now it's season one. Like, it was great to have you on again. You brought the again. So, Nick, we thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm always happy to be on whenever you guys need me. Definitely. Before you go, uh, tell all the listeners where they can find you. Yeah, so I, Instagram is my main account. You guys can find me at Nicholas Golfer. That's N I C H O L A S G O L F E R. Also on Facebook, just type in my first and last name, Nicholas Bear, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. Last name is B-A-E-R. And then on Twitter, you could find me at Nicholas Bear 7 So that's my first and last name and then the number seven. All right. All right. Thank- Again, Nicholas, we thank you so much for coming on. And next, and this is our next episode, that- that's going to be our season finale. That's it. Oh, my God. It feels like just yesterday uh, when we first started off this podcast. Now, um, 
our first year for our first season is gonna be in the books on our next episode like we got uh, all i'm gonna say is we've got some stuff planned for um our season finale that's all i'm gonna say is we've got some stuff planned for our season finale all right that's it this is episode 74 of the gay gay apocalypse you're surely amrisani mother cunningham axe reach ourselves burdock sam morrell and our special guest Nicholas Bear. Like you heard, leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Also, while joining the conversation, drop a comment or review, or maybe feature in a future episode of my friends. Those who are introduced to fantasy. If you imagine a world, believe in it, and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay lit.